Hello, this is David Snyder, President of Baptist International Missions Incorporated, welcoming you to today's broadcast of Moments for Missions under the direction of our Vice President, Dr. J.B. Godfrey. Well, what's it like to go to the mission field? Today, I don't have just a typical missionary prayer letter, but this is, I will call it a note from a missionary wife who very honestly and very transparently describes what it was like going to the mission field. And she says, when we arrived in our country, there were so many things that culturally I struggled to grasp. One of them was people staring at us. We had an almost two-year-old little boy with blonde hair. People were fascinated with him, and everywhere we went, people stared at us. And this is where I first comprehended that we weren't in Kansas anymore. How do you make people stop staring at you? Well, you don't. And this was my first lesson in truly recognizing that I was no longer in control. Americans really have a lot of control over their own lives. If we want to eat a certain thing, we eat it. If we don't want to go somewhere, we stay home. If we don't want to go to work, we have the option to find another job. Of course, there are things that we can't control, but on a daily basis, we control much of our lives. Well, we thought that if we would go to the visa office several times a week, maybe it would put pressure on them to hurry the process along. Unfortunately, we couldn't control what they do, and they took as much time as they wanted, hence six weeks of waiting. And by the way, we found in our own lives on the mission field that if you try to hurry it up, they will slow it down even more just to watch you squirm. Well, the missionary wife again says, finally, they arrived that we would move to our city, and we were so excited. We arrived at the airport in our city at 7.30 p.m., We still had a two-hour drive to the language school. An American representative met us with a driver. And as we started driving on a dark two-lane road, we noticed the driver didn't use his headlights. We asked the American why he didn't turn them on, and the driver said it was to conserve the energy for the battery. Now, my heart was racing, and I thought I was going to be sick as he maneuvered those roads with oncoming cars in the dark. I closed my eyes and prayed that God would protect us. Angels were working overtime for us on that night. Well, we finally arrived at the newly built language school around 11 p.m. We couldn't see much in the dark, but we were told the school sat on the top of a hill in the middle of an orange grove. Other students came out to greet us and informed us that they did not have running water. Now, I was tired. I felt sick. I was just relieved to finally arrive at what would be our home for the next three years. I had a hard time wrapping my head around how we were supposed to live without water. This would be my second lesson on not having control. Well, throughout the next year, the owners of the Orange Grove would turn our water supply off at their own whim. I remember having meetings with the language school, and I would ask, Can you call someone to fix it? (laughs) And they would laugh and say, this is, and you can put in the name of whatever country you choose. I shrugged my shoulders and said, and inside, I was struggling so much with wanting to fix it and to control my life. We all suspected that they wanted bribes to keep it on. The school tried talking to them and negotiating a time so we could plan our days around it, but all to no avail. 
we took advantage of the times that it rained and we learned to plan ahead. Well, I think you get the heart of this message from this note from a missionary wife, and I'll continue on with this tomorrow. So come back, listener, and see what this missionary wife has to tell us. You've been listening to Moments for Missions. For further information, please write to BIMI, P.O. Box 9, Harrison, Tennessee, 37341, or call us at 423-344-5050. Or you can visit us online at www.bimi.org. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.